but I think the Bulls, if they buy in what Donovan is is talking, and they can congeal it and have a system in place, then I think they can give themselves some some cushion and those growing pains, which we anticipate. But you know, it could be a good environment for them to really come together as a, as a young team. Yes, indeed. That's our man Pharaoh Sean Terry talking there. And uh, we kicking off this watch party, draft night, war media, just hanging out. And uh, me and Sean starting the starting the cipher going. We gonna hopefully welcome a couple more of our guys at least. Uh, if you got anything y'all want to say out there in Facebook land, any observations, anything, you know you. People you want to see the Bulls pick, people you don't want to see, or anything about the first few picks that, you know, we're going to be here at least through those first few picks. So, uh, yeah, just let off any type of stuff you want to talk about with the draft uh, right here, um, you know, on our you know, comment here and everything. And, uh, yeah, we just been, me and Sean has been talking about the Bulls leading up to us going live here. And um, what do you think about some of the rumors, Sean, man? It's been some of the some of the stuff we've been hearing most. Uh, let's, let's get our man Chris Pennon in first to join us. What's up, Chris? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, first yo, of all, I'm going to on y'all boys right quick. You see, see I knew you were going to stun on us, man. I knew <laughs> you were going to stun on us. That's the only way he called in. That's the only reason he called it, Sean. You don't want to talk ball. He wants to stun on the Hollywood now. Baby. No, I'm not mad at you at all. Oh, man. No, it's I, I'm still wilding out, but, you know, it's good to be on. Sean, Kyle, how y'all doing? I'm glad you checked up, man. I'm glad you, yeah. you're all right, man. Living good out even there. If, I see. Even if I and I, I can't, I can't give away the results of uh, of everything that happened. But let's just say it's been a it's been a fun trip. But I had to come on, if only to impart my thoughts on how much I hate NBA draft analysis. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, you, you yeah, you gonna hate you gonna hate this then because we ain't we that's all we got, man. We ain't even doing that that well. So I don't know what you got to what you got to say about, it, but. Well, well, I guess you you hate you hate the network analysis. I'm guessing. No, it's not even that, and it's the it's not it's not even the Bulls, right? It's not even the Bulls because it's it's not the teams, it's what we hear, and it's the same thing for NFL. Except I'm not as invested in that, and I think, I honestly think NFL draft talent analysis is more consistent. But yeah. what you hear with with NBA it's less really speculative. Uh, it's more, yeah, it's exactly. Less, That's the yeah. thing. I remember talking to Zach Harper about this uh, a few years back, and um, I just got I got lucky enough to have him on my old podcast, and it was right around the time that Jaleel Okafor, who we know Chicago Whitney Young, was coming mm -hmm. out of Duke after his first season. And it was right around the time that everybody was swinging from him being the number one pick to Carl Anthony Towns. And I asked Zach why that happened, like where that came from. And my, my, my specific question was, we've been hearing about Jaleel Okafor 
for so long. We've, you know, being from Chicago kind of, kind of uh, skews things, but we'd seen what he could do. We'd heard his name. He went to Duke um, right when they were starting to do a lot of their one and done guys, Kyrie, uh, Jabari and all that. So why now in March, after all this time and all of this information that we have, is the needle swinging over to Carl Anthony Towns being a better choice? And Zach, he, he agreed with that. He said that, but he also said that the, the research and the logic was sound. And there were some things that you just, you know, kind of come up at a certain point in time. The problem for me is that when you have a guy like LaMelo Ball, who we have known since he put up 92 points at Chino Hills and have watched him basically grow up. We watched this dude grow up like Dakota Fanning, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, I, I got something about that in a second, but yeah, go, go, keep going. Like, why, why now, after all this time, are we, are we, do we have questions about his motivation, his, his floor, his ceiling? Why, why now? Is because at this point it just feels like an okie doke, and I, you know, not everybody follows this really closely. I, I I won't lie, I don't follow it that closely. The last one I was really invested in was Rose Rose and Beasley, the choice between that, and I'd seen so much of both. But Michael Beasley looked to me like the better fit, and I know there were a lot of people who agreed. I'm glad I was wrong, but it just is it's eternally confounding and and irritating when a week or two weeks before the draft, even in a week draft like this, the news starts to shift like, oh, maybe this guy isn't what we thought he was. Maybe this guy isn't what we knew. When Sam Bowie came out, people knew he had had injuries. People knew he was a center. People knew that that was trouble. We had seen what happened with Bill Walton, with other footers like that. So it was a surprise that Portland took him, even if the narrative shifted that they needed a center and Jordan wasn't the right fit. I don't understand why now and all this information, all this constant news cycle that we have, can we not get a consistent report on a guy from point A to point B with, you know, with the allowance for a few shifts if something real serious happens? It just it gets on my nerves. But you so you mentioned Lonzo, uh, I mean, uh, LaMelo. Mm -hmm. So did, are you are you saying that there that people are too high on him or too or, or they're being too uh critical level right now. Do you, you think he should be number one or not? I, I don't necessarily think he should be number one. Uh, I think that popular U.S. opinion would, would would say that because we've seen him for so long. He's, I think, a, I think he's a bit better than his, him than Lonzo could be. Uh, that's, that's from, you know, that's kind of anecdotal. But mm -hmm. I, what I, what I heard from a friend of mine who, uh, my guy Dan Meehan, who follows this stuff a lot more closely than I do, is that there's questions about LaMelo's motivation. And he specifically said that his ceiling is, sorry, his, his floor is really low. His potential floor is really low, like bench point guard. So we've been talking about this dude for so long. And I know some of this is just ESPN and the other networks trying to drive ratings, putting him on a lot of their draft coverage uh, ads. They think it's okay, I don't know. But you, we you know got, that they're doing good. You say what? Uh, you got the coverage on in your room? No, I um, I got to grab the remote to do that. As I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm guessing, are they talking about Lamelo right now? Yeah, they got a, a three shot him in the head. I saw it this morning when I was at the the hotel gym. It was him, Wiseman, and um, 
Oh, I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't Denny Avdija. It was. It was somebody else, and I can't think of who. It might have been Obi Toppin. Yeah. Well, you, you talk it, about. I say you no, talk just, about the the coverage and the way that we've come to know the kid, and how much, like how much he's been out in the world, and and you know since he's been a freshman in high school, it's it's really interesting. Think about it, like. He's going to be the first uh, NBA possible number one pick to be caught saying the the, the word nigga on, uh, on Raw is War. <laughs> on Raw is War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, he, he said that. He said the N word on, on Raw. When, <laughs> hey, that, when was, he that was my favorite LaMelo moment, too. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what we all would have said. That's what that's what I would have said too. Be ready, because it's the man. I hate the Miz, man. I, I can't stand that dude. So, Chris, to you, to your point, let me ask you this: Do you think the reason that it's reported that way is because there's the 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 NBA is is, is obviously drawn to the drama, right? Among all of the big sports, I think that they portray the drama year-round more than any other sport. Do you think it's, it's, it's intentional that that, that that happens, or or do you think there's some, something to the fact that um, teams are starting to – like it's starting to shift back to where teams are, are maybe considering fit and the ability to assimilate to the locker room or the current roster and play – like. There's got to be some 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 tangible realness to that, to why that's happening. Let me start that because uh, I I think actually it's been kind of refreshing how little there's been talk of the how little there's been of the tabloid angle in regards to the coverage of Lamelo in the in this immediate time leading up to the draft. Like and part a lot, I think part of that has to do with the fact that that. Pops is chill, you know. He's 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 laid back quite a bit, and compared to when uh, Lonzo went to the draft a, few, a couple years ago, so uh, with with Lamelo, pretty much the talk has been exclusively about his game and what he has to offer on the court. There's there's really been little to say about what he what's going to be the case off the court. You know, there's you know among us fans and stuff and people on online on social media we may joke and, and say certain things may happen if he gets into your city and certain things may happen with his pops when you bring him into your city or close to your organization but strictly the covers that i've been seeing in regards to draft experts and stuff they've been keeping it strictly to what's been on the court with him and there hasn't been speculative in regards to the extracurricular possibilities so uh and 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 as far as your question goes, I think the NBA teams themselves are pretty much they're trying to be as responsible about it as they can. And because you know, there's a lot of money that's going to be on the line. A lot. You're talking about a guy who could possibly be an, a multiple all time all star, a guy who can run your offense for quite some time going forward. So they want to make sure that the guy brings in everything that they want him to bring in and in the right way and not, you know, I say they, they want to know what's real about him as a player. They don't need to know. 
they already know what he brings as a personality and what his family brings as personality. So they want to know for real what he brings as a player. And like I said, I think that's been ref- a refreshing uh, way that they've gone about evaluating him in the public's public way. Troy D, it would have been super convenient to just, you know, play it up, you know, the whole LeVar Ball factor. And, and mm-hmm. you know, he's definitely grown up in the public eye. We've seen the kid mature uh, to, to this day. So, you know, why, why like, damper his, his moment with that? So to, to that point, I, I agree. I, yeah. I feel like with, with basketball, though, for, for a long time, teams drafted out of need. Teams, you know, they, they really considered the, the core – of what was already in place with a, with a team's roster and that and factor that into who they selected. And then, you know, I'd say probably around the time when high school players and uh, the, the whole notion of drafting on upside came into play, that got thrown out of whack a little bit. And to me, it just particularly in a year where there's this condensed schedule, I mean, you got 13 days from the draft to, you know, free agency to the start of training camp. And then, like another twenty days, and the season starts. Like that's that's yeah. unusual, it's unusual. Yeah. normal. And so you you yeah. need to really be able to rely on guys who can, like I say, assimilate, pick up the system, blend in. And I think that you know more than anything, this year is really going to be about synergy more so than you know just grabbing the best talent on the board, even if it doesn't fit. To that degree, Drew. Thanks for coming on, bro. No problem. Uh, What's up, y'all? Drew. Chris got the going, man. I see. <laughs> you, you missed you missed Chris, man, when he came in. He he showed the whole Hollywood Hills for us, man. <laughs> that boy was stunning hard. <laughs> but anyway, uh Drew, Drew, let's 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 look at this number one pick because it's it's about to come up soon to you know, I, I guess you've been overhearing what we've been saying to that degree. You know, what what do you think? Uh, could, did, I, did you did did you give the number one yesterday when we did our mock? No, nah, no. Nah, um, I think either you did. No, or, I did. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I said. Yeah, I said. I said Lamelo. I did. I said Lamelo mm-hmm. was gonna get picked. But uh, what 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 do you think? What do you think is gonna happen with this first pick? Bro? I was I was thinking Lamelo too, but then I was listening to the uh, the Bulls Talk podcast and their little mock draft, and um, one of the writers, one of the B writers from Minnesota, actually uh, had them picking Anthony Edwards, which I thought was kind of kind of interesting. Um, I guess I can see them going that direction too, but I just feel like uh, Lamelo, the things that he brings, uh, outweigh everybody else. In terms of Edwards and, and Wiseman, although obviously Wiseman seems to be off the table for them because of Towns, um, Lamelo just is more gifted at ball handling and passing than anybody else is at what they do in this draft class. The same, so it, I I can't really see them passing up Lamelo, even though I wonder what their defense is going to look like with him and Russell and Towns. Um, but kind of going against uh, the point that my man brought up earlier about going more synergy than best player available. I think with number one, you got to go best player available, right? No matter what the, the circumstances are, especially for Minnesota. I would think so because they got enough holes too where it's like 
you get you just got to get the best talent, you know. But I think synergy synergy does play a role in that. Like you say, they're not getting Wiseman because you know because he's going to impede on what they got going with Cat. So you want to get someone who you could safely fit in that starting lineup and just let them run with with the young guys you already got because they want to they want to be one of the more talented young teams in the league. There's no reason why they can't be as soon as this year if they if they get the pick right here. Yeah. Whereas Golden State has the luxury of being able to pick a player that's gonna better fit into what they do, which by all accounts is and almost anybody fits in with what they do. With, with Golden State? Yeah. Really? You don't think Wiseman? Wiseman you don't think is like the out of the out of the prospects this year. You don't think he's kind of the that one piece that fits more perfectly into what they do. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying he's the best fit, but I'm oh, saying yeah, okay, everybody okay. fits in with what they do. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Golden State is definitely plug. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, def- uh, Golden State is definitely plug and play. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 mm-hmm. they, they have a luxury this draft where it, it could go any way for them, and it's still going to give them, give them a plug. Well, up until the clay injury, we don't know the significance of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already hearing people say, "Oh, they're definitely gonna go for for Bradley Beal now." At some point in this, you know, before before the uh, season opens up, depending on the severity of his injury. Did, what, did he injure the the leg that was already that he just got repaired? No, it was his right leg. It was, okay, okay. okay. Still, that's um, talking about compens like overcompensation during rehab when you you know. That's sure. that's a real that's definitely a setback. Even if he didn't mm-hmm. injure the leg, he'd already injured. It might have been mm-hmm. better if he had, just because then he wouldn't have to. It wouldn't place more pressure on the other side of his body. That's a good point. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't Derek did that right? But the I, I the, think so. He had the one. I forget the leg that he that the ACL was on, but the next injury he had was the other leg, mm-hmm. the and meniscus, the, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Portland, yeah. bad dreams there, boy. Uh, it was. I remember that day. <laughs> Man, yeah. that um, that Adidas commercial that came out with when he was finally making his comeback. Man, that oh, was right on the money. Dan Rohn sitting outside the uh, the WGN trailer. <laughs> Man, they just showed that today on Stadium that uh documentary. Mm. I want to – well, I know Adam Silver is getting things ready right now. I kind of want to uh, rejoin on something Sean said, and it might be going back too far in history, but I know that since the – because when the NBA was just growing and they still had territorial picks so that teams could actually carve out a market, that was the reason wow. that the Warriors, when they were in Philadelphia, got Will Chamberlain, and um, I know a, a couple of other teams did, did things like that. It, I guess it depends on – what the prospect is because you, you draft on, on fit. I feel like that's something that you do depending on the, the, the strength of the draft in the late, uh, in the late um, single digits or, you know, mid to the late first round is like, okay, here's a guy that we need in, in kind of that NFL mode. Like here's a guy we need. We need a shooting guard. We need, a combo forward. We need a big who can run, who can rim run. But I know that they, I think this teams have a history of swinging for the fences 
either when it's a sure thing or when they need the publicity. Like um, like the Rockets not going for Hakeem would have been right would have been a riot because he played college ball and everybody knew him. So even if they had picked Jordan, it would have been crazy like for them not to pick him that draft. And like Spencer Haywood going in the the draft around um, was that nineteen seventy. That's a that's an old that's a history book kind of thing. But he was <laughs> iffy. Yeah. But people wanted that. They wanted that big that that big home run kind of a draft pick to drum yeah. up interest. So I know. Well, I, I think that leads to the Lonzo situation in LA. There's a there's a more recent example of that. It went with when he went two to the Lakers. You say, Sean? Yeah, which was definitely you know maybe a slot or two higher than he should have gone. Yeah. Was a bit, that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, but that was a weak. That was that might have been a weak draft. Like you, you got to take it particular. Like like Chris said, you got to take it into account the overall quality of the draft and. No, regardless though of the quality of a, of each draft, there's usually guys. Some of the best guys are. It seems regularly now that some of the best guys slip towards the lower lottery, even to the into the mid first round. Now, when you look at like Giannis going 14, and you know, there's like you could pretty much every year you could pick out people like that now who come to really dominate in the league, but they were slept on in their draft, you know. I wonder if it's a function of uh, the NBA kind of changing because the, the, like, GMs will be a little slow to, to catch on to the changing trends, like how Jimmy went 30. Um, yeah. And, um, wow, why can't I? Draymond went, he went 32, 31 or 32. Yeah, yeah I think so, 32. I was like, and I, I'm still mad that the Rockets for some reason didn't pick, uh, didn't keep Clint Capella but I don't, I don't know where he was drafted. I know it wasn't top 10. So I, I think that there might be that kind of trend shifting in the NBA that GMs are, are not – they haven't fully caught up with yet. Of course, it could just be that those guys haven't reached their potential by the time they get drafted. So, Sure. And some, some guys work harder once they get in the league than others, you know. Right, you definitely right. Got to put Jimmy in that conversation. I was gonna say Jimmy Butler, the, the, the Tom Joyner of the of NBA. To that Can degree, what y'all? Well, so I was, I was gonna say, say Jay Billis is looking rough. That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> he he get up too early. He always getting up at six o'clock. <laughs> I got gotta go to work. <laughs> gotta go to work. Yeah. You must be working on something else, man. <laughs> Sorry, but man. Go I'll, ahead, I'll Kyle. Say, I'll say, y'all was talking about how, you know, people work and how people function once they get into the pros. And I uh, I, was, I don't know if y'all were all up on what uh, Edwards said, you know, because he, be, he could be picked here at number one as well. But him talking about being more of a football guy and not really like not really liking basketball at all, not being willing to watch basketball on his off time and stuff. And like that, that was, some, there was some good discussions about that early today. I saw on the jump on ESPN and, um, you know, it is, kind of, that's kind of worrisome to me because I think when you do think of the guys who are really running the league right now, the LeBrons and the Durants and stuff, those guys are hoop addicts. 
And to have a guy like Edwards who is looking to be the number one pick in the draft talking about, well, I'm good on basketball when I ain't playing. You know, you know, I'd rather do you know this or that. You know, it's like I don't know. You know, you might have to change that up, man. Especially as a pro, you, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it was too easy for him in the lower levels of leading up to college and Georgia and stuff. But you know, when you get in the league now, you 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 got to be different. I think as a work as a worker, you know, man, you, you got to be professional at this point. So now you, yeah, you, you got the money now. So what's what's driving you now? What what is going to push you and motivate you to continue to get better? So right. That's, that's, that that threw me off when I when I saw that um, today, and I wonder how much it threw off, you know, some execs. Yeah. How, how much did it throw off Minnesota? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a weird thing to say. There's hey, definitely some recency biases in Minnesota with dealing with Wiggins and questioning mm-hmm. his motivation for a number of years. Right. And yeah. it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's a whole weather city. You know, it's not for everybody. So you get a, a kid, especially from, you know, the South, who is talking like that, you know, it's got to send Paul still to Minnesota in this moment right now. Yeah, yeah sure. About 30 seconds left for Minnesota to pick. Let's see what's going on. Oh, shit. I forgot uh, you had D'Angelo Russell. Shams, Shams is uh, dropping bombs already. He he put the pick out on Twitter already. <laughs> oh, Shams, 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 I forgot. This, this I forgot right that this is uh, it's it's spoiler season. Yeah, he competing with Woj, so that that's that's another battle. <laughs> hey, are y'all, are y'all Shams? Are y'all Sham Squad or or Team Woj? That's a, that's an important <laughs> thing in the NBA. <laughs> I I'm I base it a little bit off some insider stuff I heard from my man Scoop. Uh I'm kinda with Woj. But uh I, I respect Sham's hustle though, man. He's a Chicago dude, so Oh he, okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was like he was up there like Loyola or something when he started going started getting in and stuff. So you know, I don't yeah. But you know, Woj is Woj is is a is an OG. Mm-hmm. True, and he did tell that 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 idiot senator from Missouri to fuck himself. Sorry, my fault. Yeah. My fault. Nah, you good? You good? <laughs> you just quote. You just quote more. <laughs> right. Even though he uh he deleted that tweet, but yeah. Hey, I, yeah, I really you know, like. You know why he deleted? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because um, ESPN, if 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 they drop the hammer on Jamel, then. They right. they dropped the hammer on Dagnon, no, anybody. <laughs> yeah. I like Number those paintings point. that they got in the Edwards household, man. Those those are real cool. Mm-hmm. I thought the one behind it was Florida Evans when I first saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody come get this man. <laughs> Anthony Edwards gonna be uh, he's a, the newest Timberwolves. Hmm. Uh, he memorialized his mom and grandmother. That's dope. I, I guess I'm on right? a delay. I just saw the photos. Yeah, those are real mean, nice. Those are those mean, are real cool. Yeah. Right. But there's there's um they it's not a, a franchise that you could be. 
you could be the first team, the first person to lead them to greatness. There's still that that um there for them. It's it's there for like teams like the Hornets and I think that's why Kyrie it, and, like, and Katie like, the Nets. How many teams haven't been to the finals? It's like they're one of them. It's like two teams or something at this point. See, I should know this. This is a trivia question. I'm doing this, <laughs> this thing. Yeah, yeah. I got to throw that out to you, Chris. Who, which teams have not been to the NBA Finals? Yeah, the it's, only, it's only two teams? I, the Magic I, went. The Hornets have like not gone. Not many. It's not many. Really? Yeah. The Hornets definitely haven't made it. The Pelicans haven't made it. Um, The Nuggets yeah. haven't been to the Finals, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Not in the NBA, yeah. You're right. Not in the NBA. I don't think there's any North. The Wizards. No, sorry. No, the Wizards won the finals. Yeah, as, they, as the Bullets, they've been. Right. They won in 78. It might just be those yeah, two teams. Straight up stumped the Swami. Is it? Are they, have the Kings made it? Yeah, when they were the the uh, the Cincinnati uh, Royals. Royals, yeah. I think they yeah, won they've been, once they've when they been, were they've in been uh, Rochester. Yeah, they won in Rochester. Then they moved to Cincinnati, went with Oscar Robertson. Man, low-key, that would have been a, a cool time to, to watch. Uh, Memphis. Um, Memphis hasn't been. Right. Yeah, Memphis but hasn't Oscar been. Robertson going up against Bill Russell and them. Ooh, that would have been some basketball, boy. <laughs> We got Chuck on. What's up, Chuck? Child Rich hashtag Timberwolves. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's just checking in. What's <laughs> up, Chuck? That's your team. I know he a big uh he a big Steelers guy in the NFL. Right, right. That's your team, Chuck, the in the NBA, the Timberwolves. Are you talking about the Pagans now? <laughs> Gotta see what he says. That's what's up. I'm sure they proud of him, you know. They whatever they looking down. There's a, there's a little video of Wiseman I saw earlier, his his mama talking to him uh through a video chat and she was talking about how proud she gonna be of him. <laughs> you know, that's the type of thing you gotta keep in mind, you know. With with nights like this, you know these, even though they're young, they do work hard to get to these positions, and they, you know, they blessed with a lot of talent. And you know, as as much as we may envy them on some ways, you know, you got to be happy for them. You know, they they doing something that's gonna change their family. A lot of them doing stuff that's gonna change their family's whole direction. You know, yeah, you got to. Yeah. And as as much work as they put in on the court. A lot of times, their moms, dads, uncles, aunties, grandmas, mm-hmm. you know, they put in just as much work. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Stat Muse said that four of the last nine first overall picks have had Anthony as part of their first names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got Davis, Bennett, Carl Anthony Davis. Towns, and now Anthony Edwards. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's something. <laughs> What if one of those things does not belong? Well, well, we'll see. We'll see if, if yeah, ever. we'll see. <laughs> if he can pass better, you won't have to do much to pass better. Do y'all do y'all think there's any superstars in this draft? 
Man, it's hard. It's it's hard to tell. It's 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 so much harder to tell nowadays, bro. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I I think I thought Willie Cauley Stein was gonna be a a force, and he's he's evolved into a solid role player. So you know, not yeah. a superstar, just a really yeah. nice player. Yeah. And and I don't know, man. I I didn't get to see that enough to to say anything. I, I remember hearing about Wiseman for a while, and Bradley yeah. played uh, Memphis, but he was already out by the time that they played him, so I didn't get to see anything. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the college season didn't finish is, you know, it you know it sucked in general, but it it, it affects you because, you know, I think looking at a guy in particular who can play in the tournament, it's not the same as playing the NBA, but it's meaningful because – one and done games, pressure. You know, you typically as a as a number one guy gonna be relied on to win those games. So it it's it's just it, t- it tells you something about these guys. So, mm-hmm. so you don't even have that to you didn't even have that to draw on with guys like what well well you wouldn't have had you wouldn't and it's interesting though you wouldn't have had that anyway with Edwards or Wiseman. Because Edwards, Georgia wasn't going to make the tournament, and Wiseman was already out. You know, the NCAA, you know, uh, said goodbye to him. So, but, you know, and Ball, you wouldn't have had, you would, you know, you would, you would have to have the satellite package on for the, the, <laughs> with the NBL and, and uh, Australia, whatever. How did, um? I don't know if y'all talked about this before I hopped on. How did y'all react to the uh, the rumors of, the Bulls talking to Golden State about sending that number four pick their way for Wendell Carter. Yeah, I, I want to get it. I want to lay back first. <laughs> 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 I've been talking a lot. I was, I was really, I've been talking a lot, so I didn't want to start. No, you been good, man. I'm, say what you want to say. I, I like Wendell so much, and having him out from under Jim Boylan, I think it would be finally his time to 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 grow. So I would hate to lose him, especially to a team like the Warriors, because Steve Curry going to make that boy look good, mm-hmm. even if you trade up in this draft. I don't know. if I think you trade up, but I, I would hate to let go of Wendell to do it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, honestly, I think that my core four, Wendell, Kobe, Zach, I mean, if I had to lose one of the core four, Lowry is the guy who I would I would move just because of what we talked about in the pregame, Cal. Just I question his intensity, his not necessarily his desire to win, but just his his ability to, to really like put a team on on his back. You know, can we rely on you night in and night out to give us twenty two and, and ten? And I don't think Lowry has proven that. And he's had a couple seasons to do that now. So I were to, to, to make a sacrificial uh, a move from the core four, it would be Lowry. Um, but I would hate to see him and go to state as well, to your point, Chris. That's a scenario where you could regret that. That's official Wiseman to Golden State. I mean, this is really the best option for them, man. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, that Golden State ain't gonna overthink things, man. They know they got this guy. This is a young guy. He's moldable, completely moldable. 
Look at Petty over there, like, yeah, I'm about to give me some overproofs now. Yeah, yep. Well, but, and then uh, the Golden State is in a unique scenario because they expect to be in the mix next year. Right. That's, and rolled out. It's you got to get through, through, you know, the, the big the big man shift to the, to the Western Conference now is something that they got to deal with. So no, I yeah, think this right. is a smart, right. smart move. And I think when they've had their best teams, they've had – They've had guys who can do the things that wise men could do already. They've no, they've had lesser guys. You could you can argue with Bogut and JaVale and stuff. Like I would think that his ceiling is higher than at least Bogut, if not JaVale. So it's like, you know, he's gonna he's gonna run at the rim, he's gonna protect that rim, he's gonna he's gonna be good in, in transition. They're gonna give they're gonna get uh Steph's gonna get him the ball wherever he wants it. They're gonna lob him, they're gonna do whatever. He, he gonna feel good out there, man. He gonna he gonna he gonna hoop well. He's got good touch too. I mean, I mean, I think he's I haven't seen a lot of comps for him. Uh, but when I look at his game, I see I see, especially on the perimeter, I see some elements of Chris Bosch, particularly yeah, with that's, the left. That's, that's what, what they was meant to earlier today, yeah. And he they, got that little left handed shot, he could yeah. Free flowing, free flowing offense in Golden State. You know he's gonna get rewarded with a lot of touches. Why? Why couldn't he be a, a David Robinson two point That too. I mean, I'm I'm surprised like he's not. I'm, granted, he's number two pick, so I mean, but I don't know why why people seem to be down on him. This dude. I feel I feel you, Drew. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's he got to put the work to be to be the Admiral two point oh, but. You know, <laughs> I can see what you're saying, though. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, he definitely got some some work to do on that offense, but like defensively, body wise, he's right there with um, Anthony Edwards and Obi Toppin in terms of like physically being ready. I think. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a beast defensively off off the rip because mm-hmm. you look at the way that that they play defense as a team. They just gonna be they just gonna be flowing. People right to him at the rim, so right. all you all you just got to do is stand straight. And he doesn't even have to do that. You know, he's this dude looks like he is going to be a a hell of a weak side rim protector, man. Oh yeah, yeah. just listen to Draymond wherever he tell you to go. You know he's going to be barking orders and pointing. <laughs> <laughs> And then I wonder if he comes. Hey, Sean, that might be a problem, though, man. I, I don't know if he got anybody yelling at him like Draymond, man. <laughs> you gonna have to I get, you have to get up, you got to get the chest out quick, man. Right. I wonder if he comes. Into, <laughs> I wonder if he comes into the league with a little bit of a, a chip on his shoulder because of how his his freshman year went. So that could play a part too, man. Pick his in for uh, the Hornets. I was just thinking, like it's, it was odd to me that because I know it's it's, I'm not the same as everybody in terms of of, of outwardly showing emotion, but I was like, man, we knew this dude was going to be a top three pick, maybe a top four pick at the very least, and it was odd to me that he was, you know, he was crying and his and his uh, his people with him were crying too. But maybe maybe that's speaking to your point, Sean, in terms of having a chip on your shoulder, that is like, this this wasn't promised, and now he gets to prove it. Woj is saying their Charlotte is focused on Lamelo. He hasn't said it's official though. That's like eight minutes ago. 
See, to me, this is the this is the part of the draft where I thought we we may see a wrinkle. Like, how bad does New York want Lamelo? Oh yeah, yeah. Either a trade or Charlotte may make this pick for another team. You never know. Ooh, that's true. Ooh, wow. I mean, how much how much do we see? Drama in, in the draft anymore though. Like they put the pick I in, and they, young they might trade it later tonight. Yeah. Now this is okay. You got to go. This this is the best player available pick because you got Devontae Graham and uh, who am I missing? And uh, Rozier. So you Rozier. you already got set at PG. Now what does that do to the rest of your? You know those two guys that had stellar seasons last year. Or maybe. Maybe maybe they're on the on the way to Houston. One of one of hmm. those guys. Hmm. Yeah. Talking about Westbrook, but yeah. oh, you know what's great about this though? They keep Lamelo, Lavar, in 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 the in the, in the, in the uh, vicinity of Mike. Do we get that one yes. on one finally? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mike, I'm coming to practice one day. Like, LeVar, bring your ass out here. One day. He's going to be torturing It's going to happen by the summer, ain't it, you? Bro. <laughs> Jay, Mike is going to be Jay. sitting in the dark. And one day, they're going to they gonna turn the lights on for the first practice. He's going to be like, where, the, where that in the Levi? <laughs> <laughs> Mike going to be in the gym before the first practice, just sitting there. <laughs> On the bleachers, like where your pops yeah. at, man. Just slowly yeah. bouncing, like. Well. Mm -hmm. he, he won't even have a cigar. <laughs> yeah, that's how serious it'll be. You want no cigar? Just like mm -hmm. let me let me yeah, let me handle you right quick so you can stop all that talk. You probably finish that off in the parking lot. <laughs> Early morning joint. Yo, how how you gonna be the first dude to cause it? <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna say it, man. He gonna do Lamar like he did Kwame Brown, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like he did Corey Benjamin. Ooh. Oh, no. <sighs> right now, Miles Bridges has to be smiling. He's gonna get so many logs, so many easy <laughs> buckets. Mm. You know, most improved player of the year candidate, Miles Bridges. Beneficiary. Uh Looks like the pick is in for the Bulls. Shams is breaking that already too. I'm, I'll leave it. Is, I'll leave is it. It's not Denny, Drew. I, I'll, I'll reassure you, it's not Denny. <laughs> it's not Denny. Okay. Charles, Charles has seen. Drew, what Drew just did. Drew just isn't a fan of Maccabee Tel Aviv. That's all that is. Chuck has seen what I've seen, too. I'll let Chuck say it. Ooh. And, um, and uh, Joe Cowley did say that a lot of that news about the Bulls moving around was, was smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Patrick oh, Williams is like, a 3-4, right? It's looking like Patrick Williams to the ball. I believe so. Combo forward. A tweener, oh, as the old heads say. Jay, come on, Jay. You got to get shave it, man. Just shave that all off your head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
They, I thought they were about to go to commercial. Nah, I guess they'll call the Bulls pick first. But look, Patrick Williams, so what we think, fellas? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I he's, he's a little rough. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw the bare minimum of tape, but he's got a, he's got some touch at the elbow in the mid-range that is um, it's raw, but it's there, and it can be it can be built upon. I don't know how much a mid-range jumper from your um, rookie combo forward is going to be of use to you in the game plan, but if they want to try and stretch him out to the arc so he's more of a three-point shooter, I, I think that that's, that's a possibility too. I think that they're thinking that he's he's going to be – maybe not this year, but next year you put him right there in the three. He's going to be your defensive anchor on the perimeter. And uh, from, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can run with him. Yeah, he be um, he could be the guy you said that whatever threat, whatever, oh, you know, it the the top he could be he could guard the top defensive guy every year. Uh, I mean the top offensive mm. opponent every night. That's got to be what they're looking for. Man. Yeah, the the ringer did a uh, story on him. They said um, he might be the the draft safest gamble. We'll see, man. Okay, we'll see. I don't know what that spot in his head is about. <laughs> My guys have the same thing. That's that Clint Capella, man. <laughs> <laughs> that Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> that looks more natural than, than, than what Schroeder and Capella had. I think that was like a, a, a European fashion statement. This looks like something just like natural. <laughs> Let's see some of these clips. Nice. Well, first off, first off, first reaction on this one is: Did they make this selection for someone else? But he's a little too coordinated in that photo. <laughs> There's a lot of red and black. I've heard that Donovan is high on him. So if, if that's the case, then yeah, a Swiss Army knife. Then you know somebody you- to, to your point, somebody who can. Uh, take pressure off of Zach, and on the defensive end, he can he can really just you know spot those minutes for Zach. Now, where my mind went was, um, so that means Kobe White is definitely going to be our starting point guard next year or this season. Like, well, that like- was my second thought. What mm-hmm. happens to the point guard position? Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. some rumors that the Bulls were hiring some veterans. I don't know if they you know. I don't think they're done with the backcourt. Because they only got one spot, right? One, one roster spot? Yeah, but yeah, they're down to like one spot as far as free agency. So you're talking about maybe either that either that's where they're going with that with the free agency spot or they're gonna make a trade. So Yeah. Yeah. Bring that Who was what's my man's name that was at Florida State? Uh Jonathan Isaac. Isaac, yeah. Yeah, he he went to FSU. Yeah, I know they they've been have they've been having some um some nice like a lot of pogo stick type dudes come out the last couple of years that have, have that I've honestly liked a lot. Is Leonard Hamilton still there? Yep, he's been a good coach for a long time. That's absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they got a consistent program down there, man. They, yeah, that's the thing about that too. I think um, is it's getting a guy who, like when you say safe gamble, what he can do on the court is going to be you don't necessarily know how the ceiling is, but what he's going to do off the court isn't a, isn't a worry, or or say in the locker room. That's that's definitely some. The, the way that the last regime thought of things in, in large part. The last regime, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Cameron looking on some reaction on Twitter. Cam Smith is uh, likes to pick. I got my, I got Michael Walton used to write for us, not big on it. He's not big on it. Yeah, he says he's 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 willing to give AK a chance. Mark Shanowski. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Now say Mark Shanowski says I'm riding with AK and respect him going for a high upside pick. Do you say that exactly? Like he said, he's riding with AK. I can't. I'm trying to imagine Mark Chinowski saying that. Mark Chinowski riding with the AK. He got the ball on him. Uh, uh, hey, let, y'all let me know if you agree with this. So many of these moves for the Bulls have been about the establishing a certain tone and temperament for where they want to go with the program. I, I Admittedly, I didn't know a lot about Patrick Williams. Um, but just seeing the difference in the background, the, the presence on the camera, his family, as compared to the first three picks, I mean, there's 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 a noticeable presence that he has that I think fits the bill for what the Bulls are trying to build from a from a tone and temperament standpoint. Like if, if even if Ball was available, I question if the Bulls would have gotten him or if they would have gotten him to, to trade him, just because I don't see him fitting into the direction that they're trying to build this program. Um, how do y'all feel about that? What's your opinion on that? Mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess if he's home trained, I guess that'll help him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess, you know, if he's a guy, he seems like a kid who's got his head on straight. So, that yeah, that's always a good thing. I mean, I, I, and I, don't, I don't think it's, it's even limited to the character. Like, you know, I think oftentimes we, we kind of default to does he get in trouble or is he going to be a locker room problem? But I, I, I what I'm referring to really is just a certain, like, presence uh, a seriousness maybe to, to the profession, you know, coming in and not really, uh, uh, you know, taking shortcuts on practice reps, you know, things that are, are kind of hard to, to, to see just watching the game. Sure. Sure. Well, they, I see. That's one reason why I kind of like Denny. <laughs> you know, excuse me, Drew, but I like I like the idea of a guy who had professional experience, even if it's not exactly what you what you're having here. But it's, I like the idea of a guy with some sort of polish to him, some sort of professional experience on the Bulls right now. You know, you want you do want to have guys who you have to look who you don't have to worry about so much in regards to their work that work ethic and their ability to just apply themselves to 
professional basketball in general. So if if that's the case with Patrick, even though he's a younger guy, you know, if, if he's not a guy who you have to do much to coach up, then, yeah, that's a good thing. Mm. Isaac Okoro going to Cleveland. Ooh. Not going with the hometown kid, huh? Who are you talking about? They didn't go with Toppin. I'm shocked. Oh, the home kid. Is he from Cleveland? Uh, Dayton, he just, just being from Ohio. That's like, I mean, I know that's that's um that's like a known state quantity, but I can see them. I can see them not. I can see it, but I can see Cleveland doing anything. How much of this You're is right. Kevin Porter? Like, it, did he had a situation earlier this week with with a gun incident? <laughs> Brian Crawford. BC <sighs> say the Bulls drafted a florist, G. Everybody joking on that flower, that flower clip, man. That was cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can see you appreciate that, Chris. I don't know about a lot of brothers in Chicago. No, that's, not, that's nice, man. That dude delivering flowers in his family's business, man. That's just it's nice. Just, man, it, it, it endears him, man. It's an endearing, endearing story. Exactly. It's a lot of people, people, some people just getting these Twitter jokes off. <laughs> Like if they haven't hit up one eight hundred flowers in the zero hour when they messed up with their girl. <laughs> Everything can't be hardcore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the yeah, we way out of that era, man. Tyler the Creator won a won a Grammy. Right, ain't none, right. None, none of these kids born in in the two thousands. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they ain't trying to be hardcore at all. <laughs> What did uh what did Guru say? And uh, never know the meaning of hardcore. No, um, never know the meaning of war, war, war. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Losing the race, trying to chase mass appeal. Right. The Bruce Pearl snitching ass. Right, <laughs> Illinois people will never forgive Bruce Pearl. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Like I hate that he coaches Auburn because that's my I love Auburn because of Chuck and Frank Thomas and Bo. And every time I got to see Bruce Pearl out here, like, uh, right, and ain't right. Why is it? Where is he, man? Is he out in the parking lot? (laughs) I'm saying what. (laughs) Bruce wife said, "Get out of the house, man." He probably doing something kind of illegal. He got the, <laughs> no, I was gonna say he looked like he's selling diapers, but he's, he's dressed a little too well for that. I've seen some more picks coming in on advance. So at six, they're talking about uh, the USC kid going to Atlanta. Devin Vassell? Oh, you know, you no, said no, USC. USC, that's not the. Uh, I'm saying that because I can't. This African kid, I can't say his name. Oh, um, it's gonna come up in a second. Okay, Okneku or whatever. Okay, okay, Oneka. Okongwu. Yeah, Kongwu. I gotta, gotta take some time with. I'm glad the Bulls ain't drafting him. 
<laughs> Don't let them come for you, man. <laughs> just, no, I'm just bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, Atlanta, man. Atlanta, they got some young talent down there, man. I don't know how they gonna put it together though. They still still talking about trading for Gordon Haywood. Hayward, sorry. I don't I don't know. I've I don't know if I heard him. I heard about Indy, which seems like something that should happen naturally. Like <laughs> why if, would they I don't understand why they would try and trade for Haywood. I I mean yeah. I personally like Kevin Herter. I think he's a he's a guy who could like make another leap as a shooter. I think everybody thinks that when, when Gordon gets back to healthy, he's the, the missing piece. And he, yeah, he's no still, of his own, he really has game. Game. Yeah, I still think I he think, got some game. Man. I think so, too. Just it's, it, it's, it seems like everybody thinks he's that, that dude that's going to carry them up to the next level. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, it won't, maybe it'll be different for this time. Because Trey Young is the, the undisputed leader of that team, and they got John Collins too. But I don't, mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, they got Cam Reddish. That's right. Yeah, they got him last year. Yeah. That draft, <laughs> comparing that draft to this draft, people were talking about that draft three years ago. Yeah, it's like you had you had that you had some depth to that draft, but it was like the top of that draft is was so crazy. Like you look at already, you know, potentially what that draft could be with uh with Zion and uh, uh my man in Memphis. Ja. Ja, yeah. And who was the Yeah, Ja, man. Yeah, that's like those those two are gonna be crazy. That is is that Nigeria? Is that the Nigerian flag? Or is that Ghana? Might be Ghana. Oh nope, Ghana's the black star. I screwed that up. Oh yeah, yeah, black star, yeah, the black star. Okay, and the Nigeria. I was gonna say, man, the Nigerians gonna come for you. You messed that name up. Oh yeah, you're one of them. They they ain't wow. playing. That's a weird pick because you got you got Capella, right? They got Capella, they got Collins. I know, I know, know he's been shooting up the the mock the uh his stock has been rising, but yeah. And they, they came there's out. something up with Clint Capella we don't know. <laughs> Man. So right now Toppin's falling. Denny is definitely falling. Mm. I I think it's no I think it's no way Toppin goes past the Knicks. They're already talking about uh, uh, Killian Hayes. Yeah. They're talking about Killian Hayes going to Detroit. Okay. Mm. Oh, there's a proposed trade on the books. Oh, really? I just saw it pop on on the ticker. I'm pretty sure it involved the Pistons. Was it the Pistons and the Rockets? Or it was the Rockets. It was, there was a trade. Proposed a show for the rock with the Rockets involved, 
And I figured they were showing it because the Pistons had this upcoming pick. Joe Cowley said uh, the Pistons were trying to move up to grab uh, Patrick Williams. They were? Are they still they still trying to get them? They, um, as far as right now, they just they were trying to, but Charlotte wouldn't budge. Okay, yeah, I just my guy just posted that in our group chat. I just saw that tweet too. Hmm. <clears throat> Professor Lou Moore on Twitter: Back to back Nigerian Americans going in the NBA lottery. Got to be the first time ever. Oh man! Put on some uh, <laughs> put on some Fela Kuti. Hey, that's woo. That's that's my that is my shit. <laughs> Water no get no enemy. <laughs> uh, CBS now with the ready to feel old p tweet. <laughs> First five picks of the NBA draft are all born in the year 2001. Damn. So none of no kids don't remember shit about 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting out of high school. We the old man now got to speak about 9-11 now, like it's, like it's right. D-Day. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, it, it, it showed that the the proposed trade was that the Pistons would get Trevor Ariza and the, the, the number 16, and then the Rockets would get a future first. I must, I must have read that wrong. Well, just saying that, uh, yeah, New York is ready to pick Topham. They're about to get Denny. <laughs> True. Hey, Kyle, that's what I said yesterday, didn't I? What? New York going to explode. Man, this, that's, what's bogus about, that's what's bogus about this being a virtual draft, man. If this was in New York, man, in the theater, we'd be getting all the good reactions right now, man. Oh, my God. where... Phoenix is picking 10, you know? Like, that's they can get a nice, a nice another piece. That's what I'm saying. What would, you draft? what would you draft if, you, if you're Phoenix? What you need? What you trying to get? Shooting? They lost Maybe Kenny Oubre in the trade, so I'll probably. Yeah, they just gave up. Yeah, well, Devin Vassell. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, Sean. Yeah, that makes sense, Sean. <laughs> so, did Killian Hayes go to France to play? He's not French, right? But he, he, he's playing club. He played in is in Germany, I think. He's from Florida, but I think he yeah, in Germany and overseas. Yeah, they were showing Florida. him like. I mean, I was looking at the people who were with him. I was like, this dude ain't in France. Yeah, I think he was like, he was born in Florida, but moved over there as a kid. He grew up overseas. Who the hell go Florida. from Florida to France? To Detroit, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He might be a military kid. What they compare to Harden? What they compare Hayes to Harden? 
to Harden, like step back game, his just like his offense. Did I did I hit that hit those comparisons mm-hmm. right? Like that that would be his rich man's comparison, but yeah. I heard I did hear he has a nasty little step back. You look kind of crafty, man. Well, that's, all that's, that's just what Detroit need, though. They need a they they need a they need a, a real guard again, like somebody run yeah. their backcourt. His calling card, I think, is defense. Though he, he digs in and gets after it. Hmm. Hmm. That's that identity. They, they need that they need that camera sense, on though. Spike Lee, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't wanna, imagine I Spike Lee in his house <laughs> with the star, the John Starks jersey on. Spike might go back in the back in the closet get the Bernard King out. Hey, Chuck, Chuck got a question for us. He wanted to ask about uh, Harden rejecting the fifty mil, but uh. You know the the talk that it's about Tillman Fertitta supporting Trump. Um, I'm gonna look at the last part of that that says according to Fox News's Paulina Paulina data, yeah. and um, re- reject that just a bit because I don't know if Fox <laughs> News breaking any sports news. Ever. But they're they're not the only people who said it though. But okay, no disrespect, Chuck. Yeah, that's just what Chuck is citing, but that. They're not the only people who have said it, though. But I'm—I mean, it's good for him. <laughs> you know, if that's how he feels, you know, that's that's all for Tito for not allowed for not handling his business right. You know, you can't let politics interfere with your business like that. Man, and it's not like these owners don't donate, and that we can see those donations. So I, you know, I respect—I respect James Harden a lot. If that's what he did, um, especially yeah. if it was if that was a main reason for it too, I respect that a lot. I would I would think that it wasn't the only reason though. I don't even know if it would be the primary reason. It's probably it's probably an an associate reason why. But you know, I would think that you know I've heard that he he's you know there's been talk about him not feeling as involved as uh, he wanted to in the coaching hire and. You know, maybe maybe he didn't want there to be a new coach to begin with. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff down there in Houston. You know, it's, I think he might have just feel that after eight years that they've swung and missed enough, and that he wants to he wants to be with another team. You know, could be just that. For as great as he's been in that system, to a degree, his game has become marginalized. You know, there's a big element mm-hmm. of his game that was taken out to facilitate the offense that they desire to run. You got to preface that too by saying them, those, are, those are tax-free dollars. That's that's a big, that's a bold yeah, move. Texas yeah. <laughs> And, and you want to go to New York, but that money going to be, that, that <laughs> money going to be free-flowing out your crib, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's on him. I think he, he wants to play with a super team, I guess, again, you know, so. And see, I don't know how I feel about that. That whole element of the, the crew up and, you know, guys wanting to get it easy and you can't cheat the process, man. Ain't, ain't nothing going to be easy with him. Ain't, ain't nothing going to be easy 
playing next to to Kyrie though. Here come Kyle. Here come. <laughs> no, they, 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 he went. He went to wave. Man, look at his, his dad, a street ball legend in Brooklyn, boy. And now your man back in New York. <laughs> All right, I Knicks fans are going to be loving this dude for about a season. Love the Knicks on draft, man. But the Knicks, the Knicks, I mean, okay, I, I agree with this pick because it's like the best player available, but Knicks got like 22 power fours, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they this? got they got uh <laughs> Julius uh, they Randle. Got, they got uh, yeah, they got Randall, they got our guy uh Bo Paul. Oh um yeah, Paul, yeah, Portis, yeah, they got Portis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, where is he gonna fit on the Knicks, man? This he Kevin man. Knox, yeah, they're loaded in the front line. <laughs> They go, they go, you know, take it back to old school and just play like a huge lineup and get ran <laughs> all the way down there. They They're gonna be bruises like in the nineties again, man. <laughs> what is gonna be giving out mouth shots? Hey, bring Bobby <laughs> on back. Man. He don't want. To, he don't need to be there and all of that. Chaos. <laughs> bring him back to, bring him back to Chicago. Hey, I I do love some Bobby Porters, man. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I, I, I would I yeah Porter's man he, he, yeah he's he a real dude man I can I wouldn't be mad if we brought him back at some point. <laughs> I just remember that he, that he punched Nico in the mouth. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, I know. That's his that's his legacy as a bull man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He has some. He has some ball games for the Bulls, man. Yeah, he did. I just yeah. remember that he punched Nico in the mouth. That yeah. As soon as that happened, that's what, that's all he became remembered for at that point. Yeah, we were hearing about Denny Abdia for so long. <laughs> yeah, he's still available. Man. Tyrese. He didn't do himself much justice with that extended interview slash film session. You really saw the where he's at from a from a mental standpoint of the, the NBA game. And yeah, he, he did that with ESPN. Then yeah. he did that with ESPN. Then yeah, I, I, sometimes you just you, you sometimes it don't help to expose yourself. You try to try to hide yourself before the draft, you know. <laughs> Be an international man of mystery, you know. Yeah, right. But yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like in DC too right here. Like there's a, there's some talent out there. Ah, maybe this is the Halliburton move right here for DC. I know they're they're probably ready to get rid of John Wall. <laughs> yeah, what was that? That um, that uh, proposed wall to the Rockets, or yeah, wall for mm -hmm. was it wall for Westbrook? Yeah, yeah. That's that that was been discussed. Yep, that's that's been it's been rumored. Yeah, rumors, man. <laughs> so many, so many rumors. Let me see. It, this will 
let me read we read our guy Ricky O'Donnell what he think about Patrick. Youngest American player in the draft. I don't see him as a takeover scorer, but his combination of rim protection and spot up shooting at the four gives the Bulls a lot of pathways to roster construction going forward. I like hearing this, that. This pick signals that Connor Sovis will not be tied to the young core of the previous regime. I expect most of the roster to be turned over within the next year. AK is going to want to get his guys. That's Ricky O'Donnell. On that last part is a stretch. Ricky, you think they're going to blow him up? I, why was, my question, my question to, that, to that narrative is, why would Billy Donovan leave a situation where he exceeded expectations in Oklahoma City, they committed to a, a rebuild? Why would he leave that to come to Chicago and basically blow everything up and start a two- or three-year process all over again from scratch? Mm -hmm. It's counterintuitive. Yeah, I think I, I feel you on that. I agree with you, Sean. I think um, the core is going to stay in place. I think they're banking on Williams playing the three. I think, from all accounts, he's at least defensively, he's supposed to be versatile enough to do that. Um, and I don't think we really need him to score. If he can just play his role, make limited amount of mistakes, play solid defense, finish. I mean, what more can you ask for, you know, at least in year one? Um, yeah. Kind of play like that. I hate it because we keep going back to it, kind of play that Jimmy Butler role a little bit. Yeah, but you could he could be like a Butler early in his career before. Yeah, before the out. before the turnover, like like before fourteen or something like that, when he was mm -hmm. yeah a rotation guy and stuff like that. And he, you know, well before the. Uh, Arguably, the ego kicked in. <laughs> well, before we needed him to score, I would say, yeah, I guess yeah, ego came along with that too. But we did. It's like we looked at eleven and twelve, and so he did. He wasn't needed to score at that yeah. point. I mean, I guess if you know you outworking damn near everybody in the NBA, I guess you can be cocky, right? Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, DC went with Denny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, they, that team has an international like, player, though. Yeah, they like the European guys in DC. They've they've reached on some in the past. <laughs> Is they at a steakhouse or something? Oh, then they getting drunk tonight. It did look like he was at a steakhouse. You're right. <laughs> oh, he yamming on folks? Okay. Interesting. I want to, you know, I kind of want this to work out just because I, I hate the way that they did Scott Brooks in OKC. Mm. And uh, uh, there's a there's a lot of guys in on that team that I think deserve some some victories. Beal, even you know Wall's been kind of controversial, but I like John Wall honestly, and I like Rui Hachimura yeah, a lot. You can't blame him for signing that contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind to see. I wouldn't mind them winning. Yeah, they got you know Thomas Bryant. They got a couple guys. Coming up, yeah, young talent. 
I forgot about Thomas Thomas Bryant. Um, mm-hmm. He was kind of forgotten a little bit. Oh wait, I'm thinking no, no, I was thinking about Thomas Bryant. I was I was um, I got stuck on Thomas Robinson for a second. No, I mean quietly, it's a situation where they can. Washington should be able to make waves in free agency. They should, on, on in theory, they should be able to if you commit to keeping Wall. Why could that not be a destination? But they, they got so much of their money locked up in Wall and Bill, though. I mean, where is it going besides that, though? <laughs> I don't, you know, I think they're, they're top-heavy, for sure. Yeah. But I'm, just, I'm just saying they, don't have, they ain't going to have money like some other teams. If if he hey, Drew, if he get if he get a chip to to DC, you still gonna be hating on him? <laughs> it depends on what type of role he plays and getting that chip. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Drew ain't got no time for it. <laughs> he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't he ain't trying to hear it. <laughs> He gonna hit. He gonna hit that Tony Kukoc shot in the playoffs one year. So I think hey, Diddy going on already. He got the suit matching up. That's a nice suit, man. Oh yeah. Y'all, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna ask because y'all know more. Um, especially, I think Sean and Drew, y'all have studied. I know y'all have studied this a lot more than I have. Who of the guys that are left? Because I think we've run through the names that even like casual fans know. Who are the guys that are left could make a serious impact? Not like superstar level, but say all star within their first three or four seasons. I honestly, I'm I'm not that familiar with a bunch of these guys that are left. Um, but to Sean's point, he already mentioned uh, Vassal from uh, FSU. And I think uh, Halliburton, who I wanted the Bulls to take, um, is still there too. What you think, Sean? Um, Aaron Nesmith from Vanderbilt. I've heard some like interesting Glenn Rice comparisons. I know the kid can shoot; he can flat out shoot. Oh right, yeah, they're talking about him right now, top shooter in the draft. Um, he could. He, I didn't realize he was as big as he is. He's six eight. I thought he was a little shorter than that. So he's got size and, you know, with the, the proliferation of the wing now, he, he could easily, in the right situation, be, be a nice scorer. Well, you look at who's picking in the next couple picks. You know, Fink, you're talking about guys who can – well, Phoenix is probably one of the best spots to land in the draft period this year because yeah. you got – you know, you got CP3 there now, so you got a guy who's going to be distributing the ball to everybody on the court with him. You got a team that everybody's looking at it to make the playoffs next year. So, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what direction they go. But I, I would think, yeah, Halliburton or Vassar would, would probably be one of the next guys, though. Yeah. Yeah, the other name that was – I guess he was starting to shoot up at one point. And maybe it, I don't think he got drafted yet, but is the kid from Kentucky, Maxie? Yeah, um, yeah. 
Kira Lewis is get this guy's talk about him too. From Alabama. People people getting these flower jokes off, man. <laughs> That's why you can't come to Chicago with, with a, a, a interesting personality quirk like this. <laughs> People go, people go roast you for the littlest things, Joe. Yeah, my, yeah. Man, my man could have got a perfect score on the SATs, and Bowler would have been up there like, "Yo, I ain't trying to draft a scientist, G." <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but. oh Yo, wow, Suns are targeting Jalen Smith at ten. I haven't heard Talk Jalen Smith above the twenties, man. As Wolves say that. Well, let's see. Jalen Smith. Well, somebody had Adam Silver turned around hella quick, too. <laughs> they look surprised. Okay, yeah. No, they did not expect that. He looked surprised. Yeah. He was like, yeah, Jalen Smith. Huh. Nobody was talking about Jalen Smith in the top team. And you see his agent happy as hell in the back. I, I assume that's his agent. Yeah, he might yeah. not be his agent. That probably is agent. Probably say, man, I'm, I'm getting that five percent looking better now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess Phoenix didn't want to trade down or they couldn't, but well they just they just was like F it. We I mean, we got a squad, we could just pick who we want. Maybe that's the thought. If they feel like they're talking about drafting them based on fit, maybe they feel like this is the best possible fit. Yeah. Maryland. I'm trying. I think I may have seen him play a couple of times. I'm not. Yeah, I've seen him a little on the Big Ten. You know, he got he, he's like nice long guy. He could, he's sort of a like a, a he's, he's if, if this was 20 years ago he probably would have been a top three pick or something yeah like a nerd for real <laughs> i should talk <laughs> military maturity they're turning a new leaf in Phoenix, man. That that's that's probably a fit. You're right. This is about fit. Yeah. At least they just yeah they want more inside defense. They got Aiton, but you know yeah. This is a kid they got on the perimeter too. They picked last year. Uh, Villanova, yeah, Bridges, yeah, uh, my, uh, not, okay. uh, I'm sorry, not Miles Bridges, uh, the other Bridges. But you, I think if, you said it earlier, Sean. Like it's more big men in the in the West now, so you have you a nice rotation of guys like that. 
is better than Alex Lynn. <laughs> Talk about a Maryland dude. And good for him. He, he getting a lot more money in that rookie contract than he expected. How much while we go? I guess we could ride through the through the lottery. See, since these are the teams that most interesting, they need the most. What are the Spurs gonna do? Yeah, Spurs interesting, man. First was was last year the first year that they didn't make the playoffs since the nineties. Yeah. Tim, Timmy surprised everybody and stepped away from the coaching staff. What was that about? Yeah, I wonder what. Yeah, I, I wonder about that too. Is he clearing the path? Is this the transition year? Is he clearing the path for Becky? Maybe. Pops, pops, uh, uh, swan song season. Yeah, maybe. I, I was take I was taking pretty seriously that talk about him going to Brooklyn before they hired uh before they hired Nash. Mm. Hey, let me let me ask this because I didn't. I, it was something I kind of wanted to ask on running with war. But what coaching staff would you rather have, Brooklyn or the Clippers? Mm. Who did, who's Nash top assistant? There's a dance on him? Yeah. And Stoudemire's there. Stoudemire. Mike Vaughn is there. Yeah. They got like a whole who coach was coaching him at the end of last year. Mm. Or last season. And who's with the Clippers? Uh the the top man is now um Ty Lu. Uh the Ty Lu, you got uh I, I just saw an image of this yesterday. Let me see if I can get that up. Because, uh, yeah, they got Cassell. They got uh, uh, there's a couple. They got I think they got they got Ron. Was that Rodney Rogers? Who was he? Was used to be here. Mm. Is that Rodney Rogers? I think it's Roy Rogers. Oh, Roy Rogers, yeah. Uh, That's not updated. Okay, here we go. Kenny Atkinson, Chauncey Billups, Larry Drew, Roy Rogers, and Dan Craig. Like, I think Craig and Atkinson and Larry Drew have all been head coaches at some point. Mm -hmm. And you, they got Charcy Billups in as the, the star name. And Roy Rogers been an assistant. He played in the league, too. So we're going to count MVPs versus rings. 
<laughs> but, and let me let me get the uh, let me get the Brooklyn coaches up just to be sure. Okay. 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 See. Oh, yeah. I think. I think Brooklyn's gonna take it. They got. They got Dan Tony. They got Ime Udoka, who a lot of people's talking about for head coach jobs this year. Stoudemire. Hmm. You said Udoka went to Brooklyn. Yeah, he's an assistant with Dan Tony. Yeah. Stoudemire is a player development assistant, whatever that is. Jacques Vaughn. They got Tiago Splitter as an assistant coach. <laughs> I heard that name since LeBron blocked him at the rim. Yeah, right. Oh, man, that's a good situation for San Antonio. This kid Vassal is going to be nice. Okay. Can he get one season to train under under uh, DeRozan? Was DeRozan on the move? I want to see DeRozan go. Yeah, I want to see DeRozan go somewhere else. But, but yeah, that could be somewhere somewhere other than San yeah. Antonio. I, just, I don't know, man. I just don't like him there. He, I want to see him on a more impactful team. You know, make somewhere he could make more of an impact. Do y'all think that with the the things that he was going through, that Tyrese Halliburton could pass up Tyrese Gibson as the most important Tyrese <laughs> most important in history? Tyrese. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson is as long as he don't be caught on video saying, "What more do you want from me?" <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, man. I think he he's learned from those well, errors. <laughs> and then he can he can distance himself. Well, if he don't, he don't do he can avoid he don't that. do the wild uh, the the wild audition video for Django. Why don't he stay away from some shit like that? He should be okay. Oh, that that's amazing. That Django video. I like um, just going based off what what Sean said, and I think the fact that Leonard Hamilton gets. At both players who are athletic and pretty sound. I like I like this for the Spurs. I mean, they've been they've been doing this for a couple of years now with Dejounte Murray. Um, yeah, I like I like some of they they last recent picks. Uh, Walker, Lonnie Walker. Yeah, Lonnie Walker. Yeah. I I honestly thought Kyle Anderson was going to be nice for them, but evidently he didn't really develop um, into the into a. That kind of player, he he kind of he probably needed the move though. He might be a decent guy for Memphis, as far as like just mm -hmm. a bench guy for them. Mm -hmm. but yeah, he didn't play. He didn't pan out there. But uh, I uh, me and me and Sean before y'all came on, we was talking about the Bulls jersey. Y'all did y'all see the the city jersey that they gonna have this year? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. I like I played that uh, Bioshock, the video game, and it's a lot of Art Deco stuff like that, like Batman yeah. the animated series. I like that. Yeah, yeah. 
it looked kind of green on the picture I saw, and I don't know if that's if that was just the light or if that was actually what the jersey was. And that could be cool, but it also might look weird on TV. Mm-hmm. So if it if it's if it's if it's got that green tint, then that's a little that's a little off. But otherwise, I like that jersey. I brought that up though because you see the one the San Antonio got the throwback with the old. Uh, that was cool. Uh, you see, you see, you know what I'm talking about, Chris. They got, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't. Did they have? Did they have the San Antonio and script on there? Like they, I don't remember that. No, I, I think it was, I think it was Spurs. Yeah, it was just Spurs, but the design is like that from the early, what the early '90s and whatever. Yeah, and this yeah, is the first time that I can remember that the Spurs have done something other than jerseys they've already done. Mm. So I'm even happier. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, those are nice. What's this? Uh, this Halliburton's going to uh, this Sacramento. Yeah, Halliburton went to Sacramento. Sacramento. Uh, that's a lovely mm. confused man. You got I'm confused man. They got, got five. Yeah, Buddy Hill. Yeah. They may have. They may have a uh, Bogdanovich back. <laughs> they talk about Bogdanovich. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he vetoed the trade. He may not. Yeah. He may. Ve- he may veto it. I, mean, I should say. Yeah. Ooh. What brought that upon? Hmm. Wow, that's see to me. That's a head scratcher. Why wouldn't you want to contend for a title? Maybe he loves Sacramento. He's Sacramento to the Yeah. yeah. He, he rather, he rather lose pretty than <laughs> win ugly, I guess. I don't know he's going to lose pretty in Sacramento. <laughs> well, stats wise, stats wise, stats wise. He's, oh, he's, he's blossomed a bit out there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but, this, maybe he think he's going to be, he, he, he'll make more money as, you know, he, he ride out that contract. Get more, you know, get more pub out there individually. Yeah. yeah. Or, or the Giannis put the word out, you know, in the back channels, like, yeah, they, they got Drew and they might bring you over here, but I'm still leaving. Well, that, I mean, that's a good point. You got <laughs> Drew, you got uh, uh, Giannis, you got uh, Middleton. Yeah, he's low man on the totem pole. <laughs> that would have been a nice five, though. Yeah, why can't they get it together, man? They got some, they got some players out. There. Was that uh Sacramento, the Kings? Yeah, I guess it's their management. Yeah, management. definitely. The Maloofs have been. Oh, not uh, they. They sold to uh, Vivek Ranadine. Yeah, yeah, but it's still yeah. They still yeah, not on course. It deep the Vlada here, you know. Ooh. I don't know. It's been up Okay. Jay Hampton still on the board. As good as my man suit is, his mom's dress is not. <laughs> what is that? Is that like the is that the Dallas Cowboys dress? I don't know. <laughs> it's like a faux collar, but not a, a faux collar. Quick glance, I thought she had the nun joint on for a second. <laughs> 
for a second, right? <laughs> oh, she has some Handmaid's Tales. She had that like. <laughs> oh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Okay, that says a lot. All right, all right, guys. That's, that's the height of fashion up, up in Oshkosh, man. Oh, my gosh. Listen to this, man. The <laughs> old girl. The young girl, she can't wait to get out of out of Wisconsin, man. She was, yeah, right there in the in the with yeah. the uh, with the strapless joint on. Yeah, she out. Yeah, she, <laughs> she like we. She said we gone. Yeah, Sacramento, the big city for her. So she Sacramento is an interesting town, man. Yeah. It out. I, I've heard that. I want to. I want to check that out. Kyle, your point, to your point, Kyle. Sacramento has some nice names over there. I know. Uh, Bagley had to deal with some injuries, and mm-hmm. again, like we talked about, these players that kind of get into the league and don't show the motivation to get better. I, I hope he's not one of those guys, but maybe Sacramento just has become the swamp ground for that type of mentality, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, yeah, with Darren Fox and Buddy Hield, and they got, you know, an injury riddle Jabari Parker, but Jabari Parker no less. Um, Harrison Barnes is over there. I know his stock has plummeted ever since his finals performances. Um, Harry Giles, another guy that was a yeah. big name coming out of college, coming out of Duke. I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, what you those top two names that you said, Drew. You could, I don't know if you could build a team around Fox, but he's a guy that's going to play, uh, play hard for you. I think he'll give you a chance to win if you put one other really good guy next to him and and mm-hmm. at least three guys who can fill the role. If you get three guys who, who are good with Fox, you could you could not I don't think you would just catch a lot of teams sleeping. Mm-hmm. You'd be a solid team, even in the West. Yeah. Yeah. I might be reaching, yeah, but I think you'd be a solid team. Last year for that last yeah. for that last spot. So yeah. They just need to be ran a little better, you know. I don't know if uh, is Walton still coaching. He coaching them, right? Walton, Luke Walton, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he gonna be the one to do it, but they, you know, they just need to be ran a little better. They could at least make the top eight in a year or two. Well, they gave it. They gave up on Mike Malone a little too early, you know. Oh yeah, that was that was they messed up. They messed up. up. Yeah, is anybody else a little? Like almost waiting for the other shooter drop with the fact there's been no trade so far. Like, like well, something was talking about the Warriors making the trade. Hmm. But now, yeah, that, that's gonna be weird too if there's no trades in this in the lottery. That mm-hmm. almost never happens. Hey, do you pronounce this dude's name Kira or Kyra? I think it's Kira. Yeah. Okay, they gotta they gotta nickname him Death Note if he's good then. <laughs> That's a little thing. I know that show. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched it though. But I, I watch. I watch. Is it, is, so the the main character they they nickname him Kira just because Japanese. It's like Kira Killer. So, okay. and and Death Note would just be a cold ass nickname, man. Yeah, it would. <laughs> they see they wouldn't let that slide though. In it. I'm, well, in I'm the the, no, I mean in the league, like I'm with. Well, see. Did uh the KD kill off that uh the Grim Reaper name of oh, oh Slim Reaper Slim Reaper yeah well that, I that's think just KD killed that off more than anybody else but I, he that's, didn't know what he wanted to call that should have been his nickname Iceberg Slim 
<laughs> I'm not laughing at that because that's, that's not with that hair. Of all time. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you can't be iceberg swim with no hair like that. My man wanted him wanted to be called the 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 servant. The ser- right, the servant. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he don't know. He don't know what he wants to call himself, man. <laughs> That's that's like if you play for a church league or something. Serving. This man had the pick of three or four good nicknames: Slim Reaper, Durantula. Durantula, yeah. And was well, like, yeah. nah. <laughs> the server, the servant. Uh, but yeah, at least I'm out of the the lottery. Boston's coming up, which could be interesting. But uh, yeah, I guess Chris, you gotta have, you gotta flip out. I yeah, think man, I'm, I'm, I'm out here, and uh, my guy, um, my guy that moved out here, my guy from college that moved out here with his uh, his fiance, um, yeah. he had to cancel his wedding. So it's lucky I get a chance to see him. So I'm gonna see if I can catch up with him. How long? How much longer are we gonna be out there? Till tomorrow morning to fly the. No fly out tomorrow morning. You ain't you ain't gonna be in the next Bachelorette. No, whew, no, thank God that show is too wild for me, bro. Also, I don't have I don't have good I don't have that many outfits. One thing I found out, um, going on this show, they were like send us five different outfits for wardrobe <laughs> purposes, five and I realized that I had about two. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad somebody else felt that way because I and I still was underdressed when I pulled up. You'll see the show, but the one of the guys on our team, he's done he's done a couple of game shows before. He had the the light purple suit with the white shirt, and uh, the woman on our show she had a black dress with white red roses and the uh, Chuck Taylors on. I felt like an usher. <laughs> they had they had to put me in a sweater that they had a wardrobe and they were like yo let me get something let me get an ID so we can make sure we get this sweater back because they because I thought about it I was like <laughs> I was like maybe hey I might need this sweater <laughs> I thought I was like yo ID is kind of heavy but then I was like oh man, man I might a, steal this sweater though that's a funny ass curb your enthusiasm episode about, about stuff <laughs> like that they take from off the off the set of the the, the Scorsese movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. it was an all day thing doing that filming, but it was it was fun though. It was it was fun for sure. That's what's up, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you on, on the show. We'll we'll talk more about that when it happens. Do they know when it's going to air? Uh, they start airing January seventh. It'll be on ABC, and then um. Uh, they'll, they'll let us know when our episode goes up because that um, is part of when is is also kind of impacts us in a certain way. I'm trying not to give something away, um, but yeah, it, sh- it should be. I'm guessing January or February. Okay, we we'll look forward to that. Chris is gonna be on a mysterious new game show where they may or may not make him eat worms. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I always said that I could do the first thing on Fear Factor because the second thing was always eat some eat some animal part, and that was it. I was I was gonna bow out off that. Yeah. Let's right, let's oh. see. Hey, let's see one more pick here with the, with Boston because Boston's always interesting. Mm-hmm. Then we'll, 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 we'll 
with Danny Ainge in his uh in his ever present tech suit. <laughs> this disrespectful uh, trade proposals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you he had to keep up his his rep of being an asshole. He's like, he probably came to the Bulls like, we'll give you, we'll give you our fourteen and our sixteen pick for 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 Zach and uh, for Zach and and Wendell. AK was like, uh, no, them, them guys don't work here no more. <laughs> <laughs> that would have that been Danny trying to get over on Paxson for hitting that shot in 93. It took RJ Hampton? Nah, I'm speculating. <laughs> I was about to say, Jay had him fifth overall in his best available. <laughs> he, he had a man I mean, he's he's got of the five of the five best available guys. He's number five. Oh, right now he's got him five years. Okay, yeah, yeah I think he got fifth overall before the draft. Yeah, I see it. Aaron Nesmith. This could be a good fifth too. Shooter. You think they might go with Cole though? Another a guard. Another of uh, another uh, no. But another creator. They got a kid in that similar uh, build and profile last year, though, right? He's a little short guy. No, nah, they got Edwards last year. Then they off him. Yeah, yeah he's more of a shooter. Oh, Carson Edwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, everybody crying tonight. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how. I don't know what I would do if I got I mean, in the NBA. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. Is. Now they're trying to say Kevin Garnett from South Carolina. We got to get on him now. Oh, he's uh, is he part of the Gullah Peoples? <laughs> no, they they had his family in the office. I'm not. I, I can't hate those man. Get you folks. Hey, you you your sofa. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing about the Geechee folks. Hey, the Geechee is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they for real. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, let's see. Let's see. Bring some culture up to Boston. Yeah, let's see how they uh, how they um, deal with that. <laughs> well, all right, fellas, I guess we can wrap up. Thank y'all for coming on, man. It's good had a good time with y'all. Thanks Thank everybody who stopped by. Got some. We have a few viewers and uh, Chuck Chuck who uh, interacted. Thank Chuck, Chuck. Richie. Sean, I think it's my first time interacting with you, man. So pleasure, man. Oh, likewise. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, damn, Sean. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good stuff that you put out there that I um it was good jumping off points for sure, man. Yeah, Sean, man. Are, are you happy? Sean Sean about to go on Twitter and and talk with all the Bulls bloggers. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm gonna go and see red mo for the rest of the night and chop it up. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, we'll we'll talk some more about the Bulls and stuff. We'll probably do another running with war next week. Uh, react to what else? To react to the whole draft and uh, you know whatever else moves happen Friday. Uh, the moves are going to be official as far as free agency and stuff. So, a lot to talk about. We'll see if the Bulls do anything else interesting on the trade front or anything. So, yeah, a lot to talk about with the hoops coming up. So, yeah, we're gonna have some fun with it. Excellent. Yeah. But yeah, keep uh keep rocking with us. We are RegalRadio.com. War Media, all the tags have been below. So you know how to follow us and everything. And uh definitely keep rocking with uh Drew doing the uh the Chicago sports exchanges. Uh, got one up on the site now and uh new ones every Monday. And Chris, you know, Chris keep doing your thing, man. Uh you know, he in and out with the site, so I don't know what he's gonna be doing next. Week. <laughs> he gonna be, but I, we, we gonna see him guest appearing on the on the, uh, some no shows going forward. I don't know. He gonna be on on uh, Gray's Anatomy in a couple months, probably. Is um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think, this is my best arena. Real talk. So, nah, man, Pod, I, I, podcasting I, I, is, is pretty much my spot. Yeah, we you know it's you know what it is though, man. We we uh always appreciate you coming through, man. And Sean, yeah, definitely we got we gotta get back on some um uh, uh some varsity show stuff soon. Probably think of some some stuff to wrap up the year, man. Some year ending stuff. You know, we could send twenty twenty out in the proper way, like it deserves, with a swift kick in the ass. <laughs> right. Bust the ass. <laughs> it's been a blast, y'all. All right. For sure, it's been Thank a lot of fun. Care, All, yes, right. All right, y'all. Enjoy your evening. You too, you too. All right, be safe on the way back, Chris. Mm-hmm. Will do. Thank you. All right, peace out, Facebook. <laughs>